Okay. Good morning. Welcome. And hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. Merry after Christmas. Happy <laughs> before New Year. This is the week. This is the week. All right. Well, uh, blessings, everyone. Good to see all of you on on Zoom. And uh, encourage you to go ahead and call your friends and reach out to them. Have them join us. Um, this is going to be a, a really good message, I believe, today. And we want your participation. It's going to be important for you to participate with us in this. That is where we're moving, in case you haven't heard. We're moving to the round table. We're not sure exactly when we're going to get all that together, but hopefully in the next 30 days, we will have all that set in place. And it's about the body coming together and sharing. You know, we'll bring a topic. We'll have studied some things out to share with you, but then we want to hear your input. And um, as we get more advanced with this, I actually think that we may uh, we'll have the topic... The topic up at an earlier time yes. so that you can study it out as well and get some downloads from the father. <laughs> so we'll work on that. So we've got Tom and Diane with us this morning and such a blessing. Uh, Tom has been, on, he's been on today. He's been like really on um, <laughs> just a comment for everything and making us laugh. <laughs> so it's so good to join with our family around the world. And we just love and honor each one of you and encourage you to, just join right in. All right. So shall we begin? Let's go for it. Guys, go ahead. Let's go. Let's go see what Father's doing. <clears throat> and if you're on Facebook and YouTube, I encourage you to put your comments in the, the chat section and the comment section. Also, uh, invite your friends. Get the word out. Share it. Get the word out. Invite your friends. Same on Zoom. Let's do this together. It's a good time just to hang together. This is 
showing us the way into the next age. We've already crossed the threshold. And I just see him ushering in. And I see a lot of us already moving through the door. We've already gone through the door. We're into that next age. We're finding our places. We're beginning to see and understand what part we play in the one. While at the same time, Father's inviting so many others who have yet to understand the changes of the ages. But they're beginning, they're seeing, they're getting the uh, invitation, they're seeing the signs. I also just feel that as we're on the cusp of moving into a new year, uh, that there's an invitation from the Father to finish well. And I don't know what the fullness of that means. You know, it's kind of like, oh, there's only a few more days left. And, you know, we're all waiting to get into 2021 and believe for incredible breakthrough on many different levels. But Father is saying, I want you to finish well these next couple of days. giving us this opportunity. So just encourage you to ask him right now what things need to be set in order so that you can fully engage in the new year. like, oh my goodness, I have a bunch of stuff that needs to be put in order before the new year. Um, Father was just laughing and he was going, I have all kinds of angels, angelic help, and even from the cloud of witnesses to help you finish this year well. That you can look back on 2020 and all the midst of the chaos and the challenges we've faced and we can go, it was a great year. And I was, I was just seeing marshmallows. Yes. Are you able to hear me? I was seeing marshmallows. And um, <laughs> Psalm 34, 8 came to me saying, uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. That's beautiful. Thank you, Lisa. You know, I'll follow that up with, it's not the have to, it's the I get to. And also the word let, let him do it, let him be the one to finish it. And well, the year we all receive everything that we're supposed to receive in 2020, we surely don't want to have to do it again in 2021. It's good. It's good. Thank you, Larry. Your mic is really low, Larry. Just.
heard Father say, remember your completeness in me, that no matter what is going on around you or in the world, you are perfect in me, you are complete. Remember who you are, remember we're not separate, we're connected, so we are doing everything together with my flow, with my ease, with my love, with my joy, with my goodness. You know, it's been an interesting week for me. I've found my old journals, which I haven't been able to find them since we moved here. And I um, was a little afraid that I'd lost them, but um, actually found them and began reading through them. And was I've been right now I'm reading through the, the phase, the era where I was beginning to understand the oneness and becoming one with the Father and how he had me do a 40-day fast and in his creative white light where during those 40 days I just saw myself disappearing and becoming one with him in that white light which was very fascinating it's, it's one of the highlights of my journey and Judith shares I saw a wreath another version of a round table entering another level or understanding from unity to union where union's glue is covenant so good thank you Judith transition angels and they absolutely love transition um, and change and they're just eagerly standing there on the edge of whatever transition they can be a part of and so they want to help us transition into the new year needs to be jettisoned and what is precious to be kept in the new year, in the new year. so good. good thank, thank you, you. and uh, your mic's a little low as well so that's why it doesn't pick up the, the picture so. thank you of us dancing into the new year and so I want to look at this transition into the new year as a time to just dance into that Adina that there he, the Lord said there's no judgment 
there's no judging what you did wrong or bad. That it's just so, just 2020 was so filled with his grace that everything that happened to us, with us, around us, was perfect for our development to bring us where he would have us be in 2021. In fact, as, as you were saying that, yeah, as you were saying that, Norma, it was like I saw the timeline of 2020, and we could get on that timeline and look back over 2020, and anything that we didn't particularly like or we thought we failed in, it was like we could just release this frequency of glory over 2020. And so just encourage you, just wherever you are, let's release back over 2020, just blessing, glory, praise, love, forgiveness. And I would add over ourselves yeah. and over family members that maybe yeah. hurt us or we didn't agree with or they didn't agree with us. Good. You know, one of the things that we've, um, I think probably most of us, if not all of us, have struggled with to some degree or another, is jumping on the bandwagon of dissing other people and other groups, of uh, coming against them in ways that were not godly, if you know what I mean. And so... I would hope that we could all recognize that and that we would all be able to repent of that. I, I know I did it myself. So to repent of that and just to turn away and to say, that's not God's way. Father may, you know, we're not talking about being passive. We're talking about doing what the Father's doing and to understand that whatever he's doing, he's doing for the sake of love. He's doing it out of love, out of his own character of love. And that we need to find out what he's doing from that position of love and do that. Not react and respond in our own darkness that we want to come at it with. So for myself, I know I need to repent of that. And yet at the same time, not to judge yourself or to condemn yourself for anything that you've done in the past. But to understand that all of this has been part of an experience. Can we do better? Yes, we do want to do better but to understand that our mistakes are part of the experience of life. And that as we're walking through, that we would repent where we've had wrong thinking and that we would simply let go of those areas where we've made mistakes. Now, there may be some areas where we need to go back and make amends with people that we've hurt, but at the same time, that we would not hold ourselves in condemnation and judgment because of things we've said, things we've said or done, but that rather we would understand that they are part of the experience of life and we can do better that we just look for what is the better way next time just seeing as we're doing that repenting it's like we're all standing joining hands together and together we're releasing these wave after wave over 2020 and it, it might look different for it might be pure water it might be the blood of yeshua it might be the glory cloud whatever it is just we release it as one And I see many of us getting through that door that the Father's got open, that you know, most, of us, most of us here have already gone through that door. And that as we get to the other side and realize that this next age, the kingdom restoration age, 
a lot of it's about understanding oneness and where our part is in that one body. And as we get there, we realize, oh, <laughs> I need to repent of that. I need to repent of that way of thinking, that you know, way of doing things, because now I have to work together with the one, and we are all part of that one. How do we work together? Sharon shares, I found that the music is saying something, so I asked the Lord, and he said it is being used to draw you closer and to greater depth of what I am leading you into. Thank you. I would like to suggest that we just take a, a few seconds, a moment or so, and just listen to the music and let it open up the gates that are going to take us into new places. And then Otto has something to share. Should I share now? Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. What we got was that we saw the Lord as a carpenter, and he was um, preparing a bench, bench. And so he was using a jack plane, which is a manual planer, to uh, smoothen it out. So at the table, we see that the Lord is preparing our seat. So he's smoothing it out, and that's what 2020 was, is he's smoothing out the rough edges uh, for our place at the table. But it's interesting, it just, the thought that came to me in this is when Yeshua made the transition from the different ages, that it was interesting that his disciples were not fishermen. We're not, we're not shepherds, they were fishermen. So yeah. so we're coming into a new time, and it feels like this new time, it's something like we are water carriers. Yes. 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 Good. So good. good. Very good. So it, it's, but the key thing is the idea that the Lord is preparing our seed. Yes. And no longer a hard hide. Yes, we agree. So again, let's just take some time now to listen. So I believe there are some gates that the Father wants to open up in each one of us. So just listen. I mean, I know. I know.
Elizabeth shares, 1 Peter 2, 5, from the Mirror Bible. <clears throat> Father gave me this chapter, this AM, exactly what Father is saying. Through you all, wow. Likewise, you yourselves are living stones, co-quickened in his resurrection. As I was listening to the music, I just could feel this massive key, massive key. I mean, just the, the end of it locked into my, my torso. And as the key was turned, it's as if I disintegrated, but I didn't disintegrate. I was dispersed into the oneness that each and every particle of my being, every fiber of my existence connected into the one for all of us that each and every one of us are a part of. And that it's, this is the new understanding of sacrificing, laying down our lives, that we are being dispersed into the oneness, into one another, in order to work together as one. We'd love to hear anybody else's experience. said just so totally resonated the oneness with all of us with him is such a family table of communion like you talked about I think last week that was so profound and uh, or two weeks ago <clears throat> just the the trust to be one and to let go of anything that doesn't look like love or anything that doesn't look like unity yeah just entrusting him with any kind of woundedness or mis misunderstanding or yes anything that's uniquely kind of smelly me to just be okay with me and gil your your teaching on the perfected self amazing both in the Kingdom Restoration Age conference and the thing you did with Adina when you first got to Colorado Springs. Profound, yeah. profound, profound. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Okay, so this part's gonna sound really funny probably, but this is something I do every morning, or just about every morning, is when I'm having my quiet time with the Father, I'll take, I use Cheerios for my communion. So, and I've, for the last month, maybe two months, I've been taking four Cheerios instead of one because the four represents Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and me. And when I take them together, they are becoming one and part of me. So it, it is a, a oneness. I am submitting and committing myself to that oneness every morning. But this morning, as I had those four, I just had this impression to put them in my mouth and then just squeeze them and press them so that they would crush <laughs> together in my mouth as one. However, as I was doing that, it was a little harder than I thought. <laughs> and when they finally 
crushed they just went everywhere just made a mess everywhere <laughs> and i'm like oh no i gotta clean this up and try this again and father immediately said no because it, i mean it, it went into dust pieces everywhere he said no that is us as we become one we are dispersed into the universe and so i left it and just understand that we are being dispersed into one another as one to do the work of the father as one so good helene says i see the wreath as a crowning glory and i see the finish line where we all end well and the wreath is given out to each and every one and the glory of god is upon us it's beautiful and then amy shares as gil said gates and doors are being opened as we listen to the music i see things being received and released through these doors things we are receiving to take into the new year and things we are to release not meant to go into the new year so good thank you amy you know i just <clears throat> i don't know why but i just feel like asking everyone to just raise your hands in that surrender just that place of where you're totally open totally ready to be vulnerable to what the one father wants in and each and every one of us just to take a deep breath just to relax and rest into that oneness just completely surrendering submitting and committing yourself to walk together as one a beautiful picture to see us around the world raising our hands as one i see arcing yes lights arcing to each and every one of us it's that network it's the net being created around and over the earth that as sons of god that we are rising up taking our places and that all of creation is recognizing us as we are maturing into the place where we will be pouring back into the earth restoring things to their kingdom position. Judith says, uh, yes, Gil, covenant relationships keep getting this over and over union. This word is coming via many voices through his people. And what this means to me and each of us as individuals and our submission. Yes. In responding to that, um, uh, Father been talking to me about what we use to measure things were wrong or is passed away. What I mean is that um, it is no longer about who's right and who is wrong or or whether something is just or not, although we know that there are certain things that are, are completely uh, just and some something that is completely wrong. But when but we used to measure what is good or what is bad or what is excellent or what is um, what is what is this and what is that? And Father said, all those measurements are going to be put away when now, what the measurement now is that you are real and that you are you and that you are the reflection of the Yeshua that is in you. I cannot be Yeshua in Gil and I cannot be Yeshua in Adina. I can only be Yeshua. I can only reflect the Yeshua that is in me. And and that this this new 
year and that this new era is no longer about who is better or who is has more revelation or which stream is correct. It is about are you real, that you are real, you are authentic. So good. Thank you, Riley. So good. Diane? <laughs> I saw a, a train track and we were on one train. There were different cars, but we were all one train. We're going the same direction and there's fire that is coming off the tracks. And so Lord, the Lord is moving us and he's also burning off anything that isn't supposed to go with us in this new place. It's beautiful. Uh, Linda shares, the Lord showed me friendship and community as I walk out of much isolation in 2020. Papa is so good to show me his friendship and then others. Nisa shares, I see large sunflowers growing from the Lord's feet. I am hearing rest in your shoes of peace. And he is reaching out to us, asking us to take a sunflower, feeling he's calling us to shine like the sun and allow the sun to shine on us to receive the light. It's beautiful. Um, I was experiencing this um, thick atmosphere for a really long time. It was very, it was very thick and really charged with energy. And I felt like there was these points of light that began to arc with things in me, which really was kind of what Gil was saying was like the arcing. And the interesting part was that the light, light points began to form a body almost like it was forming a body so i was standing and looking at it as these points of light were forming a body and i didn't know what it was until gil had said the arcing around the world i was like oh we're like forming a body right now as we begin to arc back and forth with each other and and as we submit to that and like submit to that oneness and trust like normal was saying too of like we're trusting the lord we're trusting him to hold us we formed this body and it was, um, and then I felt like I wanted to step into it as if like I was gonna, my own self, I'm like, yep, I'm submitting to it. So I step into this body of light points or whatever. <laughs> and oh, and wow. I felt like it was, like I became then experience, higher experience of oneness because I stepped into it, if that makes sense. Like I, I like, all I could see was light after that. And I was like, I don't know where I am. I don't know where anyone else is. I also don't care because it's awesome. Like it's just kind of, yeah. So good. Thank you, Whitney. I'm just getting these really, I feel like they're kind of corny downloads, but <clears throat> there may be some significance to them. But um, just when you look out into the universe, into space, there is a, um, uh, you know, everything is in circles. Everything is in spheres. The planets, the stars, they're in spheres. The moons, they're in spheres. Um, you know, everything is in spheres. And, and I encountered Father, again, I just read this in my journal again, um, but this was one of the more significant encounters that I had where he presented himself to me as a sphere, a sphere of white light. And he wanted me to step into that sphere. And so I was all excited to do this because I, I knew that when I stepped in, there was just going to be this fascinating experience of oneness and love. And so I stepped in and I was actually kind of disappointed 
because I, I didn't know what to expect. And when I stepped in, all I felt was nothingness. And I didn't understand. I'm like, Father, what's going on? Why am I not experiencing this great level of love? And he said, because I have poured myself out into all the universe. I am empty of myself. And so when you step into me, every ounce of love that is returned to me, I pour back out. And so that he was actually this, you know, he was just giving me an experience and an understanding of how he continues to pour every fiber of his existence into his creation, that he doesn't hold on to the love for himself, but he pours it back out. So that was the emptiness, but stepping back out, you experience the fullness of his love because he's pouring it out into his creation all the time. So that was another experience of the sphere. As I'm seeing the world in these arcs of light, going from sun to sun to sun, that I see a time where the earth itself becomes a sphere of light because everyone is so connected and one with the Father that there is just this sphere of light. And I'm looking at all the other spheres, and this may sound kind of funny, but one of the spheres he showed me is our heads are kind of round. Mine's not so round, but I see others that are on here and their heads are much more round than mine. And it's a sphere that Father's given us in order to operate from it's the head anyway so you can put that together however you want but it's the spheres seem to have a significance so lynn says streams are merging in glory yes and nolan says amen moving beyond duality and false comparison and Gene shares, yes, the dual resonates, Gil. We become gold dust in this golden age, and the light's arcing. I've been seen from the beginning is forming quantum grids of love and yes. restoration. Yeah. Okay. A lot of us giving me a similar kind of picture. Um, I was seeing the key, and I saw it as a bright silver that became white light, and I walked into the key. And uh, then I, I realized I walked right into Father's heart. But then when I looked at Father, I realized that he was reflecting all of us around the earth. So I saw all of us instead of him. Oh, and, and then when I looked around, I noticed that when I looked at anybody, I would see reflection of Father and all of us again. So yeah. it was like it was all mirrors around us. We were just reflecting each other. That's so beautiful. Thank you, Dora. Luke says, yes, come on. Hallelujah. So, so true and good. out to draw 
the whole world, the universe, the cosmos, everything created into that oneness and love. So good. You yeah. know, and there's no lack. If we understand that there is absolutely no lack, then we are free to continue to give. So whatever we receive flows through us. We yes. become conduits of the Father's love. We become conduits from for whatever is needed. And just understand that there is no lack. When we get fearful that there would be lack, we hold on to things and we shut off the flow. So I encourage you to be brave, to be courageous, and to let things flow in and through you as the Father leads. Yes. Luke shares, the spheres are like the wheels within wheels, as one, yet many. I love that. Yes. In a Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Somebody else talking? Um, no, okay, cool. Um, in a sense, I was like the the merging of two things that I was were that people have been talking about of like this arcing and also um, I can't remember who was all talking about it, but the burning off of those things. Like in a sense, I feel like it's like in order to step into the oneness fully, we have to be willing to step out of our self-protection and our self-exaltation and i feel like a lot of that like you know protection of um uh yeah that protection of having to have ourselves be be glorified in a sense we have to be willing to look and see father father in our reflection in a sense like what Doretta was saying like like Ah, I'm losing my train of thought. Oh no. Um, like that we are giving up our, well, this really the point is we're giving up of ourself. Like the, and um, in that process of stepping into the oneness by giving up ourself, we truly actually find ourselves. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Like Jesus said that when uh, he who tries to save his life will lose it. Yeah. But when we're willing to lay down our life, that's where we will find true life. And that true life is so much bigger than any one of us. When we lay down our lives, we become part of the one. It's mind boggling. And yet I think we have a lot to learn in how to truly lay down our lives. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Jean says universe means one verse. <laughs> yeah, it is. It looks like we're having a little bit of sound issues on YouTube. I don't know if there's anything we can correct. So YouTube's not getting sound or what? Some distortions and breaking up. Okay. Luke says, 2 Corinthians 3, and the Passion says that we, as we behold him, we become as a mirror of him and transfigured into him. Lynn says, resourcing from the glory realm. Yes. Mary says, I keep being reminded that the revelation of the Mother God will empower us to be one as family, sitting and having the communion on the same table. Yes. It reminds me of um, Paul talking about breaking down the wall of separation. And um, 
because uh, there's neither Jew nor Greek, and back then that meant believers and not. And what he's been showing me a lot lately is how he, he also words that actually he's using more than some Christians that do use the Bible words. So just like breaking down those walls that that were all his children and not putting people in categories. And the Greek word categorion means adversary or uh, what's the adversary, I think. So Putting people in categories is the work of the adversary. So, probably that's good. Yeah. Thank you, Chad. And uh, Ch another Chad online says, All things are possible by the guiding of my spirit. Went through the gates of trust, heard Isaiah 35, the highway of holiness. It's good. So, is YouTube and Facebook both having sound yes. issues? <clears throat> A little bit of distortion. So, Thank you for your patience with us as we're working things out. All right. Facebook and YouTube, if you could let us know, is it when the Zoom people are talking, is that when it's distorted or is it just overall? If someone could let us know, that'd be great. <laughs> and because there's a time delay, we'll wait a minute or two before we get that <laughs> response. So we'll carry on in the meantime. Anyone else have something they'd like to share? Well, why don't we go ahead and shift over to our ceremonious communion time where we do a prophetic act taking communion and this prophetic act is in regards to becoming one yes so we'll give you a few minutes a minute or so anyway to go ahead and collect the elements So our time um, of giving and I was just seeing like from the heavenly realm that um, the angels were gathering baskets and it was like kind of an end of end of the year um, sewing into the transition into the new year yes and so just encourage you ask the father what and where and how um, you want to sew in today uh, if you want to do it here it's uh, kingdomequippingcenter.com or kingdomtalksmedia.com or you can use the link below the paypal button below <laughs> i i do want to share something I, i'm just going to put it out there um because the again the power of our oneness and intent uh is powerful and you know i'm just going to be open you know i'm generally an open book anyway so i'm just going to be that but I told Adina about halfway through the month that we missed it because we should have been putting this out there to everyone to work with us with intent beforehand because 
uh, December has, as, as I mentioned before, December has historically been a challenging season for us financially. And we should have been hitting this head on in the spirit and going to the courts to break things off. So we've been doing that. I've been doing that this week and, and last week. But I'm just going to ask that each one of you with intent would um, believe with us that this is going to be broken off because uh, at this point, December has, again, proven to be a very, very uh, challenging financial month. So, and it's not because we're buying Christmas gifts because we don't really do that. <laughs> um, it's not that. It's just a, a challenging season. And so we want to turn this around. And so we just would ask that you would, with us as one, believe that uh, this cycle is broken. So if you wouldn't mind doing that with us as we uh, do communion together. Again, this is uh, the giving time. I'm not asking that any of you be the ones that um, break that cycle for us, but just that in the spirit it would be broken us. Yeah. and that you would agree with us. Uh, as far as the sound, they're saying it's flickering throughout. It's off and on. It's. Might need to go listen to it on uh, YouTube or Facebook and just see what it sounds like on a phone or something. Okay, so in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and take communion. Um, so all the time, like the tapping of a Morse code machine could be the frequency of a holy presence. <laughs> so I'll accept that. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and take the bread. And Father, we are so, so thankful that you have led us to this place in time and history where we get to step through, that we have been the ones to transition across the threshold from Pisces into Aquarius, from the church age into the kingdom restoration age. And that we are agreeing with you today that this feast that we're taking place that we're taking place in right now the communion the passover which used to represent the passover that we understand now that this is now representing our oneness and our agreement together and how our agreements together change everything and so we agree with you father we agree with you and I know there are many other things, and I, and I believe on our new website, we need to have a place where people place their items that they need agreement in, and that others can come and read those agreements and come into alignment with them. And so, Father, we thank you for this season that we're in, and we thank you for the challenges, the experiences that grow our character, no matter what they are. We thank you. And so we take this bread representing your body and you are the one. We take this bread into ourselves representing our agreement and commitment to submit ourselves to you as one and to one another. Go ahead and take an eat. As we take the cup, we're not just sowing into our own transformation of our DNA, 
but in this place of oneness for the DNA of the whole world. Because Jesus' blood was shed for all. And so today as we take this cup, we take it in agreement for the cleansing, the restoration, and the transfiguration of our DNA, every single one of us. Father, we thank you as we take for this, this season that we're in. I think I heard myself from another dimension. So just let that soak in. Fathom that you're becoming one with love, the one who is love. And that each and every one of us are coming into that same agreement in that same place. Understanding that this does not mean that you disappear, but as you lay yourself down into the body, into the one, <clears throat> your position, your calling, your scroll becomes much more clear as to your part in the body. Each of us are valuable. Each of you have purpose. No one anywhere is without purpose. Everyone has purpose, valuable purpose. We are not a full and complete body without you. It's no performance, just rest. Rest in who you are, who he's created you to be. Lynn says, yes, we are taking communion for the entire world. Elaine says, I sense that as well about the sound being like a Morse code, and it's time to be sensitive to what Holy Spirit is saying, developing your ear to hear. a little louder we couldn't hear it i heard the words a sweet smelling aroma and i felt it was our lives as we become one and that's and, and then i heard the lord say filled with the frequency of love wow i love that sweet smelling aroma
me it's so beautiful as we come into that place of oneness where we're seeing um, the world all together. It, it breaks down this barrier of those bad people over there doing bad things or we don't like what they're doing. Um, there may be some level of reality to that, but the bigger reality is, is that the more we step into oneness with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the more we choose to release that frequency, we are changing the world. And that stuff is going to be exposed and dealt with in Father's way and timing. I also read in my journal this week something that happened a couple years ago where it was very hurtful, very painful, what uh, had been done. And yet I knew I couldn't hold on to it. And I was having a conversation with the father, just how do I work through this? Because I didn't, I knew I did not want to hang on to any resentment or any unforgiveness. And the father assured me I had done everything I needed to do for that, to forgive and to let go. And he assured me from here, he would take it. And that's what he does. When we let go, it says that vengeance is his, and his vengeance is in a loving way, not in a way that we would think. But I let it go, and I believe what needed to happen, happened. Natalie shares, yes, the sound is supposed to be happening. It's the frequencies in the spirit. just seeing um as we connected we're creating a super highway a network like a super highway across the earth but it's a super highway of love alisa can you say that louder um, i was just seeing as we're connecting as one um we were creating like a, a super highway um like you have an information super highway but this was a super highway of love the frequency of love wow. across the earth you to stay in this place of oneness as we move into some sharing time just understand that in this place of oneness you have something to share in this time as well not just Gil and I all right so we'll go ahead and shift to the message time and uh, the conversation time so I think the way it will probably work is there will be somebody, um, a dean, probably a dean and I for the most part, but uh, we have we'll have guests as well when we move into the roundtable time, that will present a topic that they've studied, <clears throat> and ideally we'll get the word out so that you can study it as well, and then we'll come together and we'll have a discussion. The point is not that everybody would agree. 
there will be many times where that will be the case, where everybody will agree, which is good. But the other thing that's good is when we do not agree and we have different perspectives and that we can actually have a conversation about the different perspectives in order to get to the bottom of truth. And that I think is the only way that we really can get to the bottom line of truth is when we have conversations that allow for other perspectives and that we talk through those other perspectives. We don't just shut them down. So today uh, we're going to go ahead and get started on um, the topic for the day. And I guess before we get into that, we should have played these. We should have done these at the very beginning. Um, so go ahead and bring this first slide up. We're just going to share with you all um, some of the things that are coming up. We, we said we were going to do this next last week. So we're doing it this week. As we said, we would last week. Get the slides up here so that we can actually share with you. So the first one we want to share is uh, Restoration Encounters. That's something that's coming up new in 2021. This is going to be a seven-day, um, more like a uh, retreat, excuse me, an immersion retreat. But rather than three or four days, it will be seven days. We're going to have some guests with us, Chris Carter, Brian and Cindy Culpepper, Steve Hampton, Rebecca Henriot. Um, many of you who have been on some of our immersion retreats have met these people, uh, at least Steve and Rebecca and Chris. Brian and Cindy may be new to the mix for some of you, but they are wonderful people that run a, uh, a health farm. Wellness center. A wellness center. They call it the farm, don't they? The land. I'm the sorry. Land. They call it the land. The land. <laughs> they are growing stuff there. Good stuff. Uh, legal stuff. Um, <laughs> and then the uh, engagements, conversations, ascensions, excursions, all that's going to be the, the same in, in the sense that we love to just have conversations about what's going on. Yes. And it is going to be right here which yes. is exciting. We've not done one in Colorado. Um, so we're excited to have invite you into our home. So again, and, that's uh, February 14th through the 21st. You will want to sign up for those because I think we only have... Um, we've got plenty of spots left. Do we? We do. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> but uh, we do want to say that if any of you are like, well, we can't afford that, whatever, whatever, just let us know. We'll work with you um, for the most part where we can, uh, we want to make it affordable to anybody and everybody. So just let us know and we'll see what we can work out. And then we have uh, our immersion retreat near Sedona, Arizona. And so this is another opportunity to join in with us, um, you know, in that same place. It's March 25 to 28 of 2021. And really, um, Nance has been one of the ones who has been spearheading this, invited us to come to this region and believing that there's um, a bigger mission. You know that this is a headquarters of new age movement and we just want to go on the land and see what father has for us. I just want to know, honey, how do you look so beautiful all the time in the <laughs> pictures and in reality? You're just well, always you. so beautiful. And you are so awesome and amazing and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> she had to add that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, next one is we're looking at also an immersion retreat in the Gulf Shores in Alabama. And um, uh, Sister Debbie Housel has been the one who has uh, promoted us to come there. So uh, this is going to be April 8th through 11th. And again, you can go to our website to get any and all of that information and, and sign up. So we do encourage you to sign up earlier than later because these are limited. They do have usually no more than uh, maybe 10 to 15 spots that are open generally. So um, want to sign up for those sooner than later. 
Okay, and I think that's it. All right. Okay. Now we're going to get into the message. Unless anybody has any questions about any of that, I'll pause for a second. Seconds up. Um, and here we go. Let's see here. Okay. Somebody had some more comments through the communion time. Okay. This is Regina. I felt the communion diffused throughout my body. I had an image mm. of a field and a grain of wheat breaking down and a whole field of wheat springing up. Mm. I saw a wind blow over the field and pollen surging up into the air. Then a micro view of my body and then a macro of the entire cosmos that what we do has an effect. We are bringing restoration. So good. Um, another person shares beautiful frequency of love. And Chad says, Isaiah 35 speaks divine retribution. And I thought of the life of Paul, an executioner of Christians, became the father of the church and wrote two thirds of the New Testament. That's good. Mm -hmm. Really good. Okay. All right. So um, let's go ahead and get started here. So revelation for the new year. This is partly uh, what we're going to be talking about in this new year. So go ahead and put that slide up there. <clears throat> Conversations with wisdom and understanding. So I had this uh, vision the, this last week, just before Christmas, actually. We posted it on Christmas Day. And the whole thing was about uh, having an encounter with wisdom. And as I was speaking with wisdom, I was asking, you know, some questions. And I said, I would like to understand your wisdom. <laughs> and so then appeared wisdom, or excuse me, understanding. And as understanding appeared, she says, well, I come when you ask for understanding. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. So I'm, then I'm sitting there and thinking, okay, well, wisdom has so much wisdom. How do I begin? Where do I begin? So I just asked and I said, where should I begin? What would be one of the most significant things that wisdom has that I should understand? And I thought there might be, you know, all this plethora of things that, you know, understanding would start rattling off. But instead, she says, oh, that's easy. <laughs> love. The depth of love. Yeah. To give an understanding of the depth of love would be the most critical thing, the most powerful thing that any of us could understand. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, as I got into this conversation, uh, it became apparent, you know, understanding said, well, understanding is deeper than wisdom, but at the same time, understanding cannot exist without wisdom. It's the wisdom that understanding is giving you understanding of. And so as we went through this process, uh, I'll, I'll kind of jump to the, to the end because she was explaining to me just some facets of love. And the, the, the biggest thing that hit me was just, wow, how can we as human beings even understand the depth you know it's what paul talked about the depth the the width the height the you know the length of, of of love how could we ever understand it because god is love we will never understand it because he is completely you know beyond us right now and he's continuing to grow exponentially beyond us even as we're growing so we will learn more and more and understand more and more of love but it's a process. And as we're growing and learning and understanding more, he's going to continue to grow and, you know, beyond us. But just the, the idea that this love is so powerful that if we could understand just one thing, it would be to understand love. And then he, or understanding made it very clear that we're moving into this first calendar year where we know 
Now we may have crossed the threshold some time ago, but we know now that we have crossed the threshold into the kingdom restoration age. And she asked me, where do you think restoration begins? And I thought, oh, well, probably with us. I kind of knew that, but it, it was a deeper question than that. And that restoration of all things begins with us loving ourselves. Because honestly, if we don't know how to love ourselves, we're going to miss how to love everything else. We can't even love our neighbor unless we love ourselves. So how do we love all things, all creation, if we have not learned to love ourselves? And so, the, the again, the amazing thing is we know this is God. We know he's in it because he had begun, you know, already a year or two ago to say that those, one of the hallmarks, one of the markers of a, a maturing son is actually someone who loves themselves well. Not arrogantly, but loves themselves as the father loves them. And that you know that you have an important part in the body, that there is no one that does not have an important part in the body. So you are valuable. You're extremely valuable. And for you to understand that and be able to step into that is uh, a big part of this message that we would uh, be stepping into understanding how to love ourselves well. Yes. So um, <clears throat> I'm, you want to go ahead and read this? Okay. Yeah. So Matthew 22, 37, 39, and 40, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself on these two commandments, hang all the law and the prophets. So that to me is extremely important. Now here's what this just came this morning as I was um, about to share something out to the internet and, and father just gave me a little bit more revelation because it does say here that the first, the first one, the first commandment is to love God. The fact is, if you are actually wanting to see the restoration of the kingdom, you already are loving God. Now, can we all love God better? Absolutely. Absolutely. We could love God better. However, we also need most of us who are already in the process of, of uh, you know, wanting to see this restoration, wanting to be one, wanting to be one with love, wanting to understand all this. Many of us do not love ourselves as we could or as we should. And so that's where we really have got to make some changes. Um, you want to do this one? You want me to do sure, this one? I can do Go this ahead. one. Okay. So it's, it's really, uh, we've been talking about this for, you know, the last year or two about yeah. loving ourselves. It's not anything new, but we've got to go beyond just an intellectual knowledge for that. Um, it, those of you who, who know us, we're wanting to be practical. Yeah. So we don't want to just say, hey, love yourself. But we want to give you tools of what mm -hmm. does that look like. And it's really shifting it out of here into here and actually act it out in our lives. And so there's many different tools that we can use. There's court cases. There's bloodline court case that you could do about feelings towards self. Um, there's body court cases that you can do. Um, there's also the changing of the mindset affirmations, declarations, and then just really focusing each day about feeling good about yourself, past, present, and future. And so that past, present, and future is really important because earlier we were talking about in the Ascension time that we need to make sure that we are not judging and condemning ourselves. All of that is already done in Christ. Christ took all of that so that we could say, okay, we got a clean slate here. But to understand that those mistakes and things that we've done in the past that didn't go so well, 
we can do better. Just to know that you can do better. Not to judge yourself or to condemn yourself, but you can do better. You know, it's not trying to level up. It's, it's just recognizing, it's okay, I made a mistake. Now I get to do better next time. It's not a measuring up either. It's not, you, you have to come to that place where you are so content with who you are and where you're at that you realize you don't have to do anything. I mean, I, I don't know if that resonates with anybody because it resonates with me tremendously. I have to come to that place over and over and over that as soon as I feel an ounce of panic or uh, uh, stress because it's like, oh no, I got to get that done or this done. It's like, no. I don't have to. I'm going to, and I want to, and I'm going to go ahead and get this done and do it. But that panic or that stress, that's fear. That's a form of fear. And there is no fear in perfect love. So if I'm perfectly loving myself, I'm not going to have stress. I'm not going to have any condemnation or judgment or any of that. I'll be able to walk in a place where I'm at perfect peace and rest with myself, with who I am. And even though the world may be falling apart around me, I can still be in that place of perfect love, peace, and rest. So just want to encourage you, some of you, this may be new about court cases, heavenly court cases, um, encourage you, if that's new to you, to join our Ultimate Impact online course that yeah. will help you in that. And then even those of us who have been doing it for a long time, there's new applications of it. And yes. so being able to just go, Father, I'd like to come into the court, and is there any generational negativity towards self yeah. um, that needs to be dealt with either for me or for my generations. So again, I've been fascinated reading my journals from the last couple of years, <clears throat> actually three or four years, and um, just finding that there were multiple places where it's just, I felt off, it just felt off. And it's just like, Father, um, I'm coming to the courts and I'm asking, please judge me. There's something here something not quite right. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but judge me. Most of the time he would be able to show me what it was. And I would just present that because I don't want anything to stand in the way of loving myself. Because if I can't love myself, there's also going to be some struggle in loving him. Basically to the, I believe this, to the degree that I can love myself is the degree I also will love the father. It's a cycle. We have to be in his presence to hear how he loves us and as he shows and speaks love to us, that we receive it. And any place that I can't receive it, boom, there's a trigger. There's a good spot right there. Stop. I'm, I'm having trouble receiving that one. Judge me. What is in me that's keeping me from receiving that? Is it something I did, something done to me, something I was that was said to me? What is it that's keeping me from receiving the fullness of what you're saying about me? And then once you've got that dealt with in the bloodline or, you know, by the blood of Jesus in the courts, having him wash away every covenant contract and agreement that you've had with lies or, or dark entities, just have it washed away and then believe by faith it's gone. Because if he said it's done, it's done, it's gone. Now just don't agree with it again. And if you do, just go back and go through the process. I accidentally agreed with that. Please wash it from me again. And he's happy to do it over and over and over. There's no condemnation or judgment in how many times you have to go. I personally would like to have it done and be done, <laughs> but I struggle with that as well. There are times where I make the same mistake and I'll, you know, go, how many times am I going to have to go through this? <laughs> you know, but, but to, again, be careful not to judge yourself or condemn yourself, but to say, I know that this happened, but now I'm going to do better. Father, how can I do better? How can I do this a different way or do it better? 
So most of us probably are good with our spirit. We feel like our spirit's connected to Holy Spirit and everything is good. Where we struggle with is our soul and our body. And so we can also, um, our body can take us to the courts of heaven and we can deal with stuff there about why do I not like this part of my body? And usually our body is responding that way because we don't like it. <laughs> and it becomes just a perpetual cycle. And so these are things that we can do um, in practical ways to learn how to love ourselves. Again, taking it from just here into our heart with the affirmations and declarations really encourage you. Um, part of if you're part of ultimate impact, you get the free bonus of meditate on me. And one of the most recent ones that I did was blessing your soul. And that one has a lot of the affirmations and different things in it. If you struggle with how you feel and different things in your life, dealing with your soul, really encourage you with that. You can um, subscribe to that alone as well. And then um, we have a new one called Breathing Transformations. And um, I just recorded one on declarations as well, which I think are, are very, very helpful if you're struggling in that area of, I don't really love myself. It's good. It's good. All right. Any comments from anybody that would like to share? Um, so Liz says, how long did it take you, Gil, to get there? It was a process. It's, it's a process and I'm still in that process, but I definitely moved from a place of, uh, and Adina can attest to this, that I, you know, would say quite often, I, I loathe myself you know, not just hate myself, but I loathe myself. Couldn't stand myself when I actually thought about it, when I thought of the deep down inside. So coming from that to where I am today, to where I do, absolutely, I love myself and I'm, in, I'm excited about who I am and what I'm doing, but there's still that little, the little stuff that kind of undermines it here or there. And it's like, what is that? What is that? And the further we can go into that loving of self, man, it frees us up to love everybody around us, frees us up to be one with one another. As I can assure you, it is, we can say it all day long that we are one with everybody around us. But if you don't love yourself, it's really hard to honestly be one. Yeah. You have to be in that place where you're able to lay down your life because you love yourself you know, and in that place of knowing who I am, I don't have anything to prove. I can put myself out there to be one with everybody else. I don't have to prove anything. But when I don't love myself and I'm thinking, well, I'm just trash. I'm going to throw myself out there. Mm, I don't know how many people, you know, want your garbage, you know, um, <laughs> because you're not garbage. We want you. We want the you that is that knows who you are and that the father is created. We know that's in each and every one of you. So we want you to be willing to lay your life down with the rest of us, but we do it from a place of love. Does that make sense? Not from a place of, I hate myself. I want to get rid of myself. I'm of no value. So here I'll sacrifice that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, I love myself. I am content with who I am. I'm happy with who I am. And because I'm content and I know who I am, I can lay myself down. Does that, does that make sense? Because I, 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 I wonder how many that really resonates with. Would love to hear some feedback. So we have a couple more comments. Um, 
Mary says, wow, when Adina said in the first place about finishing 2020, I saw the finish line and the race flag being waved that we were close to finishing this lap. We need to make sure that we're on the right track and pass the right sign tape. Then I was reminded that we are racing with no one but our own old self to be renewed, to be aligned with our scroll, our perfect self. And so the key to loving our own self. It's good. Uh, Regina says, what does it look like to love ourselves well? And I know that came in a little earlier. Hopefully we've answered that a little bit. If not, I, I would encourage you to go on our website and look at the perfected self encounter engagement, because that's what it would look like when you can encounter your perfected self and you see who you really are, then that's who we are loving. We're not loving all the stuff that, you know, we know we've done wrong and, and um, that we've um, messed up. You know, we're not, we're not saying that you need to, to um, uh, come into agreement with that, but you want to come into the agreement with who you really are and to love who you really are. Um, the sins that we've committed, where we've missed the mark, we're missing the mark of who we really are. That's what's happening. We're saying things, doing things, acting out of a place where we do not have a true understanding of who we are. That's sin, missing the mark of our identity. When we understand who we are, most of the garbage of sin, most of that's just going to fall away. Will there be some work to be done in, in areas? Sure. But at the same time, a lot of that, I would say a majority of it is just going to fall away when you begin to love yourself well, because when you love yourself well, you want to treat yourself well, body, soul, and spirit, and be able to walk in that fullness, you know, without, um, uh, without you know, regret of who I am. You, you might not like some of the things you've done, but you need to be able to let those go and forgive yourself and be able to walk into the fullness of who you are. So again, I hope this, this is making sense. would love to hear some comments, feedback, conversation. Um, Natalie asks, what's the course for the courts called again? Thank you. And it, it's really an overall program. It's not just the courts. The first um, series does deal with the courts. It's called The Ultimate Impact. You can go to our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com, and click on the button that says Ultimate Impact. We'll be having a couple of groups starting in January. Uh, you can do the course on your own, but we recommend community, if at all possible, if the group times work for you. Okay, anybody on Zoom? Anybody got something? We've got to some share? comments on Zoom. And Man says, thank you for all these tools, practical ways to ground heaven on earth through loving myself well. Charlie says, perfected self, super revelation. And also, uh, Chad said, seems like we create a false self or um, ego to defend our pride. That might be the self that needs to be denied. Hmm. Very good. Anyone else? I just wondered if anyone's seen um, Greg Barden, is it? Or Greg Braden? Um, his DNA code, God code in the DNA. Mm -mm. I actually saw it for the first time last night and it just, it blew me away because basically he explains he's a scientist and I'm just not scientifically minded at all. So I hope I'll be able to give some kind of understanding of what he was saying. But um, basically he was saying how using the Hebrew alphabet, Aleph Bet, um, and the gematria, 
you can basically take the four elements of DNA um, and break it down into a message um, via the periodic table of this stuff. But anyway, the message turns out to be God eternal in the body. Literally, there is a, a, co a code in the DNA that can be read, like scientifically, it can be read as God eternal in the body. And that's literally in every cell, in every person in your body. Um, and then he was saying, well, this is what, what do you do when you, when you paint a masterpiece, when an artist paints a, a lovely picture, the last thing they do is add their signature to it. And this is God signing of his masterpiece, which is each and every one of us. And I just think looking at ourselves, you know, um, that just helped me look at myself because I must admit, I, I do struggle with loving myself. I think a lot of people do. Um, but that was something that was really profound for me. I thought that was amazing. Love that. Thank you, Lisa. Um, you know, one of the things in the area of, of struggling to love yourself, um, number one, we know that I, I think we can all say, uh, hopefully you can agree that we should love ourselves. Um, but the challenge comes in those voices, you know, the voices in our heads that come in with all the garbage and they want to tell us, oh, you're not lovable, you're not whatever. Really need to just take those thoughts captive as, yeah. as Paul talks about, take those captive. And just say, absolutely not. I reject you and I rebuke you. Get the heck out of here. <laughs> if it turns out to be an entity, again, we talked about this. Don't do this unless Father really leads you to. But if it's an entity and you rebuke it to get off you, number one, it has to. Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, that he's given us all power and authority over the enemy. So it has to get off you. You have that power and authority. It is your life. So take control and rebuke it. Tell it to get off of you. Once it is off of you, then again, only if Father leads you. But you could say, do you know who you are? And make sure that if Father's leading you to do it, he's going to give you the download of who that really is. And I'm trying to remember, because this week I even had a little bit of a run-in with one that was, that was something was on me, a negative thought. And I sensed it was an entity, a spirit that was trying to get me to come into agreement with it. And I got it off me and I said, no. And we had quite a conversation where I was trying to get him to repent and to really come into agreement and alignment with who he really, who, who he really is. And unfortunately he would not do it. We went back and forth and back and forth and he would not do it. And I said, therefore you've got to go, you've got to get out of here and stay away and don't come back. And uh, you know, don't come hassle me with who you think you are, because that's not who you are. You're not this dark entity with these dark thoughts. So, but again, got to do it as father leads. It does not mean that every single one of them are going to repent because this is part of restoration. Um, and, and again, only a father calls you to do it. Yeah. We're not saying go out and try to get the devil <laughs> to uh, repent. <laughs> So uh, Lynn shares, the distance is in our heads, not our hearts or spirit. We are closing the distance through engaging wisdom and understanding, teaching us to love ourselves in Christ, in whom we live and move and have our being. Yes. Good. Luke says, the beguiling of the serpent is the reptilian brain that still tries to speak to us that father isn't as good as he is, or that we aren't what we really are. Cast out the lies by truth. 
It's good. And Lynn says, can I just say something on that real quick? That's such, such a good point because um, if I have been battling with a, a negative thought and I've gotten rid of that, I will usually immediately turn to engage with the light, the truth. Yes. What's the opposite of that thing? Because the truth is I am lovable. I am, you know, God created me. I'm awesome. I'm, you know, everything that God created me to be is awesome. It has a purpose and I can be in love with every part of that. And <laughs> the thing is when we are walking in a true love of ourselves, it comes out in humility, not in arrogance. If it's coming out in arrogance, you got something else going on. <laughs> so Lynn says, ego is structure of self. We grew to survive. As we agree to God's original intent, we get free to love self as whom we really are created to be. That's so good. Very good. Uh, let's see. Uh, can you repeat the name of that video about the DNA? Um, Lisa? Could you share that again? Uh, actually, I think it's in, somebody actually posted that on Mighty Networks on our KT community. And so if you go into our KT community, I think David Cho uh, posted it in our KT community. So that's one place to find it. I don't know. Lisa, do you have another place? I've just posted it in Zoom, um, oh, okay. YouTube link, and it's called, if anyone wants to search it, this DNA discovery is completely beyond imagination. Greg Braden. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the one that um, was posted by David Cho as well. Uh, did, did somebody else on Zoom have something to say? Go ahead and unmute Sheila. Sheila? Uh, yes, ahead. I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Lord's been dealing with me on that very point of uh, loving myself and showed me a loop. And he showed me this loop that that if, if I didn't love myself, that I couldn't receive how much he loves me, which meant that I was then putting my own thought of myself above his thought. And right. so I repented for that, went to the courts for that. And after I did that, there was just a shift. And then as I started changing, then I saw that I, can, I can't be the full measure of giving out the father's love to others if I block the loop. Right. And it was just very compelling. And as soon as I grabbed a hold of that, I, I just felt like everything was different all week long. It's just been different. Awesome. That's good. That's good. I, I wish we had time because the other thing that we run into is the hamster wheel of the negative thoughts in our brain that just keeps going and going and going uh, and how to deal with that. There are some ways that um, I've shared with some people that have worked. And, and it's an ultimate impact it, too. It yeah. is an ultimate impact, but we, you know, not everybody wants to go to ultimate impact. I would highly encourage it. And I think most who are in it would encourage it as well, but um, it, it is in the ultimate impact, but it's just dealing with that hamster wheel and applying the blood of Jesus to the neuron pathways and asking him to eliminate those in every time and every dimension and every realm, because there's a connection. There's a connection to all these. And if you don't get it, if you don't do it in every realm, it's like it continues to come back. But when you get it done in every realm, for some reason, it seems to work. And it's like eliminating it off of your hard drive as well as every other cloud sink that you have so that it doesn't come back. And once it's gone, it's gone. And uh, then the only issue you might have is when you come into agreement with it again. Uh, so just stop it. <laughs> so
So um, someone shares also about the laminin video by Louis Giglio also shows that his presence is within the protein glue that holds all of our cells together. And I wish I had the graphic. I've got it on my computer somewhere, but it's it's in the form of a cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. So I want to take this last little bit and in it kind of has to do with what Gil just said about every part of us is about fragmentation and wholeness. And so every one of us has um, gone through some sort of trauma in our life. And put that slide up. in that trauma, we get fragmented. And so part of learning to love ourselves is this place of ministering love to all of our parts and speaking love to our body. And this actually was engaging in this this week. Um, most of the time I journal with father, you know, a two-way conversation. But then sometimes I'll ask, you know, is there something else, you know? And this week it was it was interesting because he wanted me to engage with one of my parts that has held my memories from the trauma. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And when we do this again, we always work from a place of love and honor and respect. And so just beginning to have this dialogue with this part saying, thank you so much for protecting me all these years, because I, at that young age, I wasn't able to deal with all the trauma that I was encountering. And you, you kind of took those and, and you've borne that burden all this time. But I want you to know that you don't have to continue to do that. And I just want to express love to you. And, you know, it, it went on and on and in this beautiful conversation of loving this part of me. And so that may be new thinking to some of you, um, but just encourage you to that. And you can speak love to your body as well. Like there may be a part that you don't particularly <laughs> like well, um, but you can begin having this conversation. Um, I shared this probably, it was a year or so ago. And um, I was kind of frustrated because my hair was thinning and different things were happening. It wasn't growing. And I began to have a conversation with my hair. And as I did so, father also brought back my memory about how my mom always complained about her hair, you know, and it was like, oh, okay, this is a generational thing, as well as something I can deal with myself. And so these are just different things that that we can process through that we can walk through with father. I, I, I believe that the one of the, the most amazing parts of this is understanding who we were before we came. Yeah. We were perfect in Father before we came to this earth. And here we are now, and we have our perfected self. And this was a number of years ago, Father. I was just crying out to him is how do we deal with fragmentation and trauma and all of these other things? And he had he led me into this encounter with Mary Magdalene. And he said, she said to me, who was, who is, and who is to come. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's God. That's not me. And she said, no, no, that's you. We were perfect and we are going into perfection and we're walking out this journey. And so I'm not embarrassed that I have fragmentation or I have parts or I'm working through memories or trauma because it's all part of the journey. And I know who I am complete and whole in father. And so I just want to share briefly that um, we're, I'm beginning a, a new school starting at the end of January called Transformations. And it really is about this place of dealing with our trauma, 
dealing with our stuff and much more. And so if you're interested in being part of that, we have just a few slots left. Please email me at info at kingdomtalksmedia.com. Okay. And then uh, I'll just share my little story, which is my story seem to be interesting because <laughs> I, I, I was on a run and while I was running, I was jogging. And uh, while I was on this run, I just had this encounter where my soul came out and my spirit came out and they're floating. So my body's doing all the work carrying these two, <laughs> but we're just, you know, I'm just running and this conversation started and where it led to was each of us repenting and asking for forgiveness of one another. And then each one of us literally saying, I love you. I really want to, you know, I want to be in harmony with you. I love you. So to get to that place where you can be, uh, you know, where you can love yourself, body, soul, and spirit all the way around and actually have an encounter where you are repentive and that you can offer forgiveness to your soul where you've mistreated your soul or your spirit or the spirit to the body <clears throat> or the soul, soul to the body, whatever the case may be, that there would be repentance and forgiveness so that, again, you're forgiving yourself for things that have taken place and you're just coming to that place where you can love yourself, body, soul, and spirit. So I hope that has been helpful. I don't know if anybody has any other comments they'd like to share. Well, what I want to say about this is it's not a, an immediate thing like you, okay, well, I need to love myself. Now I've hated myself and now tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I love myself. But you can start choosing. Yes. And repenting. Yes. And forgiving. And because this is a journey that we have gone through and we are working through, um, our heart is to put out as many tools and things to help you as we, as we can. So we've given you some little snippets today, but to really to go deeper in it, we encourage you in the ultimate impact in meditate on me, breathing transformations and um, the school transformations. And again, it's not, oh, I've got to do all of those, but asking father, what, what do I need to engage with right now? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we, we hear about all different kinds of classes that can take you into the stars and into the heavenly realm and all kinds of different things. And those are awesome and great if that is what Father has for you in, the, in this time. But there's an urgency to we got to start yes. here. This is where we need to start. And that's, that's the thing is we've got to start at the basics. You can't go off and play professional football when you don't even know how to play football. You know, you, you need to get the basics and, uh, but, but go as father is leading you and, you know, find what resonates with you, find what is helping you. But I can guarantee you that one of the most important things you can do is learn to love yourself. Yeah. And I hope you hear that. So anybody else, any other comments? I wanted to add one thing. I, I love everything you guys are doing. Um, as a, as a therapist, I do sessions and we do parts therapy and we do courts of heaven and all of that. One tool that is so powerful that people can use like right away today is, you know, after you engage those parts or that part that's holding the trauma or the pain or the misconceptions is to ask Jesus to open the door of your heart and flow that trauma to him. Because as I tell people, he knows exactly what to do with that trauma. It's not too much for him, even though it feels too much for us, but that way we get to release it in faith that we're going to be free. And he is taking care of that core, that core identity, that core, the perfected self. 
So, so good. So good. Thank, Thank you, you, Norma. Norma. Yeah. Anyone else? Okay. So, well, I was wondering if I could ahead. share, would that be okay? Sure. Uh, yes, go ahead. So during one of your teachings on the ultimate impact class, you were talking about um, love languages and it was right around the time that I was crying out to the father as I spend more time with him and he deals with my lies and I understand who he is. I'm starting to learn how to love myself. Awesome. But Good. When you mentioned love languages, I was like, okay, I don't have a significant other in my life. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I do. It's Jesus. <laughs> and I said, okay, Lord, how, how do you speak to me in my love language? And he started to reveal to me different things over the past few years. And I got so wrecked by his love. So I just want to encourage everybody, just do it. Ask Jesus, you know, love, our love languages. I don't know if everybody knows their uh, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Yes. And I equate physical touch to I can actually, you know, you feel the presence of God. Yeah. So just, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Anyone else? All right. Uh, Mary says, got a short video recently where a cute, funny figure asked the viewers to mention three names of we love in five seconds. One, two, three, four, five, and he guessed right. I still didn't mention my own name, <laughs> whom he said should be loved first before we'd be able to love others truly. I realized that I still have this religious spirit pleasing others instead of a spirit of love. I repent. Thank you, God. Hmm. That's good. Sometimes <clears throat> these things are hidden in religious things and in different layers of us. Yeah. And it, it takes time, but it's all good. All right. So I think we need to go ahead and wrap it up, but this is a, a I share this message, seriously, get it out there because this is the key message. We are going to be building foundation. When I say we, I'm talking about God's people. Yeah. All of us are going to be building foundation in 2021. And uh, you can't build the, a good foundation if, if you're not loving yourself, because if that foundation is not stable, then it's going to be hard to build well. So to focus on loving yourself and to learn to do it well, not in a, again, not in an arrogant way, but just to do it in a way where it brings humility to where you're just confident in who you are, content in who you are, and to be able to operate from that at rest, knowing that you don't have to do anything because you're not trying to measure up, but you're capable of doing great things. And that's what you're called to do. Well, we bless you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you in the new year. Yep, see you all next year. Um, <laughs> blessings. Love you guys love you, so family. much. All right. Uh, if you're Take on care. Zoom, encourage you to stay on with John and Evelyn for more conversations. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.